All right. Uh, all right. We're back. The two player podcast. We've taken a bit of a hiatus because we're slackers and because we've had technical issues that were intimidating. Uh, anyways, I'm Eric Kane. I'm Paul Tassie. And we are the two player podcast. Um, so we're back mostly because we're, we've been playing Destiny 2, uh, the Destiny 2 beta on PS4. Um, I've been playing this, I, I played this at the a big reveal event in May, and it's a lot of the same stuff as I played then, but there is a little extra. The homecoming mission is longer, there's an extra uh, crucible mode, and uh, the strike is exactly the same. So, I don't know, what do you think? What, what are your, what's kind of your, your, your big first impressions feeling about this beta? My, my big first impressions were that it was initially... You know, it's initially a lot of fun because I'm just excited to play like brand new Destiny content again. Um, but then, it, like the more I've, I've been playing it, and there's not that much to do, it, the more it does just kind of feel like new Destiny content, not <laughs> Destiny Two, this grand, explosive, you know, long-awaited sequel. And maybe that's not fair to judge it this early, based on that. But it it ju- it feels pretty identical outside of a few you know select things and some of the changes they have made i'm not necessarily a huge fan of which we can get into later but so yeah so my initial thoughts are that it's it's always fun to pick up and play destiny again but there are some kind of causes for concern that i can spot already um i guess before we go into those those specifics i mean I kind of feel the same way, and I know a lot of people, both that played it and have just, you know, watched it on Twitch or YouTube. I've also said the same thing. But what I've always kind of wondered about is like, what would have made it actually feel more like a sequel, and how much do I mean, we want it to feel like a sequel rather than as a continuation of one sort of larger game, like it, like like you know, when when World of Warcraft gets an expansion, it doesn't feel like a whole new game. It feels like the continuation of World of Warcraft. Like, do we want Destiny to feel like a true sequel? You know, what, 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 or what, what would we want out of that? It, it seemed like once upon a time they were going to do the World of Warcraft model, but they kind of couldn't keep up with that pace of content to make that effectively. And they wanted to be able to sell a new $60 box copy, <laughs> especially on consoles, um, because that's kind of, you know, mandatory in this day and age. So, I mean, for me, to answer your question, I've always come back to the fact that what what really kind of bothers me is the fact that this is a full sequel, more than an expansion, but we have apparently, unless there's some something being hidden, one one less subclass for each of the three classes in this sequel, and there are no new classes at all. <laughs> um, that to me, like even with most expansions, you'd expect like maybe one new class out of three or, or something like that, and. So to pick up and be playing the exact same three classes and then have these kind of three new subclasses that are pretty similar to the old ones and then even taking some away, apparently, that that to me is, is kind of struck me as, as not great. Uh, what does feel like a sequel to me is the fact that we have all these new planets that are designed you know, from the ground up in these big sprawling areas that couldn't be possible in Destiny 1 because of the last gen stuff. Uh, so that aspect does, does feel like a new... Um, sequel to me but it, it's hard to know <laughs> what when the game is all completely over when what I'll, I'll feel like then it's kind of interesting i feel like so much of you know video games video games have changed a lot and are, and i think just as much our expectations of video games have changed a lot like 
uh, you know, like what, de- what defines a sequel really? It's, it's so hard to say like, uh, a new class, you know, a lot of games will release without new classes. I mean, you know, even like, even if dark souls two had come out with no new classes, I still feel like it would have been a proper sequel, but then again, it released with tons of new enemies and, and here we don't even have, yeah, new, we don't have those either. <laughs> we, I mean, there are new enemy types, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but there, there's not a new alien species. Then again, if you look at Bungie's older games, like the Halo games, it's not like they really came out with a whole lot of variety from one sequel to the next. Yeah, I hear that argument a lot, but I just, I just can't get behind the argument that like Destiny Two is just like Halo Two, and therefore it's okay. Like, oh, we're still a Spartan. Oh, we're still fighting. You know, the the same three alien species or two alien species. Like, it, I, I get that that's what Halo's like, but I mean, Destiny is not Halo, and it's it's a fundamentally much different type of game than that so i guess i guess the expectations are higher in that regard and i I don't really think you can look to kind of more linear games that came out you know from series that are 10 15 years old because this is kind of a new iteration of the concept and i think people were hoping it would it would skew more towards world of warcraft with this continuous kind of building world but if it's not going to do that and they are going to slap a two on something you you kind of want it to evolve in leaps and bounds and so far, even though I've, I've really liked what I've seen out of the beta, I, I'm not sure I'm getting quite that feeling. Um, but I, again, I, it's only like two missions and they're both great. Uh, so I, I don't want to <laughs> judge it too much based on that. You know, I have a theory that Destiny 1 was just a massive clusterfuck. And that's why Destiny 2 is not such an impressive sequel. Because Destiny, the, you know, the original, they had an engine that was incredibly difficult to work with. They had a story that was scrapped at the last minute and then cobbled back together in the most bizarre and unsatisfying way you could possibly imagine. They just had a lot of things that they got wrong. And they still made a game that was really, really popular. What I, what, I, what I feel like when I look at Destiny 2 is like, well, there's not all these really impressive new enemies, there's not new classes, but they seem to have gotten a lot of sort of smaller, less visible things right this time around. Uh, just in creating a, like a more polished, more interesting experience. Like this is like the Destiny 1, you know, we always hear this, this is the Destiny that, that should have been original, you know, like... And then I also think, well, they're, they're going to release like three more big, huge expansions and they've got to save something for those, like another class or new subclasses for each one or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think Bungie working within the kind of constraints that, they, that they've had to deal with has done a great job. Um, because, you know, when you think about it, a game that should be like Destiny 2 size should be a game that takes four or five years of development, like in theory. And realistically, they had, what, two years after Destiny 1? Because they spent all of year one just making pretty substantive, uh, substantive DLC. Like, so, I mean, this, this game has essentially been developed in, in two years using maybe a couple things that were cut from the original. But that is not like a terribly large amount of time. I mean, even Call of Duty games have a three-year kind of turnaround at this point. So I, I guess I am you know, kind of impressed with, with what they're doing within their constraints, but it does feel to me that like th- this, this series is so epic and so, sp- and like could be so sprawling and huge that I, I almost feel like they need more time than both us, the fans and Activision is probably allowing them to, to have. Well, and also though, this time around, it's not just Bungie. 
Activision has Vicarious Visions and High Moon Studios working on this game. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's a three-studio effort, so it's it's kind of falling more in line with something like you know Call of Duty, where you've got multiple pretty pretty significant studios. I mean, Vicarious Visions is a pretty uh, substantial studio on their own, and they're doing. I know they're doing the PC port, but I, I think they're doing other stuff as well. Uh, when I asked when I asked Bungie about like the the post launch content. They, they were pretty confident that it would be a lot more steady than in the original just because they have so many developers working on it this time. So I don't know. I think there's some big changes in, the, in that regard also. But yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's it, more time is always good. Uh, more time is always not always better, but but with something like this, it would it would have been really I, I really think they could have avoided a lot of criticism if they had just had a fourth class even if they only had two subclasses per like a fourth class would have been exciting they told I, me i really I, wanted to play as as a fallen captain or something i thought that yeah awesome. oh yeah that, that would have been really cool like that, that's the kind of thing i would have expected so at least that one aspect of the game is is a little disappointing i can i can forgive the no fully new enemy race because they're adding new kind of types of enemies but the class thing still still kind of bothers me i'm they hoping there's me. a surprise in, in the in the final game but i'm I'm really starting to doubt it at this point. No, I, I wouldn't expect it. I, yeah. I just really wouldn't expect it. I asked, I said, why no new race? And they said, or a new class. And they said that they felt that these three still had stories to tell. And I agree with that. But like, how hard would it be to have a fourth class that had a story to tell also? You know, and I also get that they have kind of their NPCs that are associated with each each class, like, you know, Cade Six and... Zavala and everything, but they, you know, adding a fourth sort of primary character in another class would have been really interesting. Um, and now Anthem will be the game that has four classes, okay. four play like strike teams, <laughs> and that's one more than Destiny. So that makes EA one better than Activision. Yeah, that's that's how that math works. <laughs> um, all right. So, what did you think of the mission? Uh, I loved it. I thought it was probably one of the best story missions I've ever played in Destiny. Um, mm. I, I'm wondering if they'll all be that cool, where they all have these little kind of, you know, moments with NPCs and, you know, doing cool things and the cuts the cutscene with Amanda Holiday I loved. Like, it's just nice to see all these people who have been just sitting around doing nothing for three years like, actually active characters in the game. Like, Except that for is Zavala. huge progress. Well, Zavala tried. I mean, he was holding a bubble in one no, of the one no. scene. No, no, he was asking people to get insta killed by jumping into the rockets. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand that because if you, I, I learned that later. <laughs> where if you just don't go near him, you'll survive. And I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Why are you calling me over here? That <laughs> I actually learned that right away because I looked over and he's like, get under my bubble. And I looked over and the rockets all landed on it. And I'm well, like, I'm not jumping anywhere near <laughs> that damn bubble. I, I thought the rockets were gonna like <laughs> land everywhere in the tower, and it's just. <laughs> It was just like on his bubble, so you yeah. get killed. You get like splatted on the bubble by rockets. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But that's another that's another moment of the of the thing I liked, where it just drops you in with two other players, like out of nowhere, like no matchmaking, no nothing, just mm -hmm. it, like like you're on a patrol mission or something. And that was was pretty cool to see, and and something I was not expecting. So I'm curious to see how they'll implement that in other missions. I really hope they do that a lot, actually, because that's kind of one of the things that I pictured when I when they you know when they first announced Destiny and they're like it's a shared shared world shooter and like they described kind of how that would all work. I kind of imagined like that kind of thing happening, you know. And and now that it's happened, it's really cool for sure. Yeah. It's better than a patrol in a way because it's like in a patrol, like 
it's just people running around, you know, maybe together, maybe they shoot some aliens together, but it's unless there's a, an event or something, it's not really a shared moment. And that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the strike, I know in your impression, in your impressions piece or your, um, your good, the bad and in between piece, you said you really liked the strike. You called it kind of a mini raid. Yeah, I think they're really doing a good job of implementing more kind of raid-like mechanics into strikes. And like, I easily could have seen that like kind of drill grinder segment in, in a raid, like a, a longer version of that. And the boss itself, you know, with kind of three tiers of mm-hmm. stages and different attacks and all this. And like, it wasn't like as hard as a raid boss or anything, but those those kind of mechanics definitely felt kind of raid-like to me. And that I felt like that's that's always what, what strikes should have been. And like the last couple strikes that were released for Destiny were getting more into that territory. So it, it's good that they're kind of just jumping right into that instead of like, kill all the enemies in this room, kill this boss, <laughs> kill the enemies in the next room, kill this super boss. Like it, it did that well. Uh, the yeah. only problems I had with the strike were more kind of game gameplay issues where, where everything is recharging at like a snail's pace and like how you're mostly using primary weapons like 95% of the time now which bothers me but nothing to do with the strike kind of itself yeah well let's talk about those things the recharge rates really seem slow the uh, the two primaries one elemental one on a just is sort of a biz- is a bizarre yeah, I puzzling don't, I decision. don't like it <laughs> I, really I actually so what I I'm working on something where I where I'm arguing that they should have had four weapon slots because they, I do like having two primaries but I I also want to have a you know a, a, just the the old slots from the other game too you know I don't I don't understand why everything is confined to this special well, I, I would have loved an easier way to to like switch between primaries than like going into the inventory, like dragging the square over, yeah. or like like just a like quick weapon to wheel. Even if it's not a full slot, just just the ability to do that. But like mm-hmm. this this seems like a like a solution in search of a problem. Like at least in terms of of PVE stuff, and like you can really see the PVP you know kind of message here, where the Crucible before was really dominated by shotguns and snipers. So they're like, okay. We want the crucible to be more primary focused. You have two primary slots. We're putting, you know, those overpowered weapons into heavies. Like that works pretty well for for PvP, um, but at the expense of I think making PVE a lot more dull because now you're just switching between you know elemental and non-elemental primaries, which is not the most exciting transition. Whereas before, you could jump from one to a sniper, then do a rocket launcher. But now they've put all of those into like one kind of quote unquote fun category which <laughs> yeah. is, is seldom used. And then the other two are just switching between kind of very similar guns and like just adding a burn effect is not, is not cool. <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't really do it for me. And unless there's like a bunch of weapons that they're just not showing yet that are like really kind of diverse takes and maybe there is a primary shotgun or like a secondary fusion, but it's just a little less powerful or something like maybe that could fix it. But in the current form, yeah, I, I don't like that. <laughs> what? I, I kind of wonder why I, I feel like the crucible I, I guess I just feel like it it should almost be more of its own thing and less connected in a way to <laughs> I've been saying this the, for years it, it just you know I, I always kind of felt that way but I also feel in terms of like if they want to have it be a good esport if they want to have this stuff they can't really just have people coming in there with with all the stuff that they would use in PvE. But, but they don't even really care about esports, which is what I don't understand. Like Destiny is not really that competitive of a shooter. Like there isn't really a, a like an esports scene like there is with other shooters. There's but not maybe that's what ranked, they're going for. Ranked play mode. Like 
Yeah, that's but, true. And so it's not like, you know, I'm not saying like don't care about PvP, but like the amount of leeway they give PvP is just like astonishing, like based on like how it affects kind of what I think the majority of people play is PvE. And I don't know. I think a lot of these changes, like the longer cooldowns, that's also based on PvP. Like I think that's that's happened with a lot of stuff in Destiny 2, and I'm not a huge fan of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, neither am I. I mean, I enjoy the Crucible from time to time, but it's definitely never been my focus. Uh, just, I don't know. Honestly, multiplayer, like, competitive shooters are fun, but they're kind of they're kind of exhausting at the same time. Well, yeah, uh, if I'm, if I'm going to play any competitive shooter, it's got to be, like, top, top notch. Like, that's why I'm, you know, I'll, I'll play some Titanfall because I love, love, love that game and gameplay so much oh, yeah. that I don't even care that I'm bad and you know <laughs> but Destiny I, I don't know that's not I don't think it's at that level for me for me personally but yeah well I, if I'm going to really sit down to play a competitive it's it's going to be Overwatch probably yeah, or yeah, sometimes Call of Duty just so I can learn some humility because man <laughs> oh boy um, I think I'm just too old for some for, for really twitchy games now honestly like my contacts get really dry and I don't blink and I just start to get frustrated yeah, after like three games i'm like okay that's good i'm done <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have a freaking heart attack yeah uh well so so then the yeah the, the long cooldowns the uh it, also four versus four i think is a great idea but not as the only option I, I i feel like yeah like i understand why they went like why they have a four versus four but i just i don't understand why we can't also do six versus six matches I, I don't know. That seemed yeah, like a weird. It, I mean, four v four doesn't bother me. But yeah, I, I agree. I don't. I don't see a reason like not to do six v six or, or kind of yeah. what the thought process was there. I guess it's just they wanted smaller, more condensed maps, or I, I don't know. But yeah, you know, multiple, some of my favorite Bungie memories are, are big team battle back in the Halo yeah. three days, and now we just don't have anything like that. Well, this is when the battlefield fanboy jumps in and is like, "You should play Battlefield." <laughs> way, yeah, we have so like six hundred our... players. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's shut a, up, little, that's, that's a little too far point. the other direction, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Or like Battlefront, um, yeah. Did you did you play the Battlefront beta? Uh, we can't we can't actually talk about it, but well, I can talk about it because I played it at the E3. But did you play it? No. Was was there a public beta already for that? No, closed beta. Was it closed beta? No, I didn't but, play it. No, I'm I'm surprised you didn't get a code for that. I might have. I just might not have used it. I have to look. I don't know. Yeah. But no, I didn't play it. Um, well, anyways, um, I you know another thing I like about the Destiny Two uh, whole setup is the is the user interface. I, I feel like it's very similar, but like things like when you go into your skills and stuff, it just looks prettier. Yeah. Well, the subclass art is is some of the coolest UI stuff I've seen. Just those those yeah. portraits are, are really good. And I think that whole screen is better. Um, other than that, I haven't noticed any like super, super significant changes, but I, no. I do kind of like the the new weapon and armor pages where it looks like you're going to have a lot of kind of customization nodes for like shaders and elemental perks and, and different things. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, that's the Destiny 2 talk. I don't really have anything else to add. There, like you said, it's a short your, beta. So. It's a short beta. There's not much there. And yeah. this comes out in September, so that's not right. September? Yep, or like September 9th, I think. Okay. Sweet. It's, it's soon. So I don't really, think that much is going to change. I'll be curious yeah. to see what they change based on beta feedback, if anything. But 
Well, hopefully, I you know I've noticed just looking on forums and stuff. I, I feel like a lot of people are echoing what you wrote about cooldowns and things like that. That seems like something that they. Could well, I, was, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt on cooldowns. I thought that I'm like, oh, we'll get gear later on that will decrease these because when you start Destiny One, all the cooldowns are pretty high too. But yeah, they did away with all the stats, and I'm I'm hearing that they just wanted universal cooldowns across everything. So now I'm actually concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to our podcast that we are super consistent about recording. Um, And uh, peace. See you.